sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hello, world. I am should not be using that term. Hello, a uh, couple people listening. Uh, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week, we do... The Rockford Files, Episode 2, Season 3. The f- oh, No, The Oracle War Casimir Suit versus Stumptown, Episode 1, Season 1, Pilot. Yes. So, uh, clearly we're starting with The Rockford Files. Uh, well, we do it by date. I was like, I know, I, I was... Wondering because you were basically too young to see this first run, right? Oh yeah, I, this was this was something they got rerun all the time. I don't know when it ended. Season nineteen eighty. Oh wow, it so, didn't really last that long, did it? Oh, well, seventy four to eighty. Yeah, yeah, that's a decent run. Uh, My dad watched it, and then in reruns, I would watch it, and then, well, I guess I have never seen every single episode, but it. I don't know how you feel, but I think it's really good. <laughs> It is good. It holds up. Yeah, it for, definitely holds up. For uh, for that kind of show, it it mm-hmm. is really good. Well, I mean, and there aren't. I know I struggle to think of like PI shows, but I think it's mostly because most of them sucked. I mean, you had Rockford Files and Columbo were were top tier, but then well, Columbo is not a PI show. Not to interrupt. It's not. No, it's a cop show. He's a cop. He's not a private investigator. Oh, I guess. I guess that's true. He, I always think he's a private investigator because of the way he dresses. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. He is a cop. Uh, yeah. So there's this one, and then, but then, like in the '80s, you know, it was it was kind of terrible shit, like Vegas and stuff. I don't even know if he was a PI. I no, don't remember. Vegas is '70s. No, man, Robert Ulrich. All right, not gonna in, look this well, bullshit Robert, up. Urich, I think. Urich, sorry, yeah. In the '80s, he had Spencer for hire. Oh yeah, which was based on the, the the novels, but in Vegas was in the late. 70s. Oh, you're right. Seventy eight, it started, but I know it ran through the eighties, right? When did it end? I, I, I bet it ended in eighty. Eighty one. Shit. Oh wow. It's I don't know why I thought it was more eighties. Um, yeah. Not close enough. Late seventies, but um, I was thinking of shows like Magnum PI came in the eighties, and that was I think good for the times. I tried to watch it recently, and it's. Better than what the remake was, but it wasn't that good. Yeah, I, I never uh, could. Simon and Simon. Ugh, yeah, no. So it's just, yeah, not Heart nothing. to heart. Oh, God, yeah. Was there any other 70s shows? Because I think every 70s show I think of immediately I realize it's a cop show. Like you said, Columbo. Oh, Jack. Jack. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's the entire list of 70s shows. Um, yeah, no, this one, so this episode... I believe was from 76. Yep. Um, one shocking thing was the, the use of Negro and Oriental right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, 76, a bit late for that. And not Oriental. They were still not... using that, but, but Negro, I was like, oh. well, it was the father saying it, right? So maybe that was kind of the point, point of it, or was the father not saying it? No, it was the, uh, it was the psychic. So okay. maybe it was like a way to paint him as more of an idiot as well. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, yeah. it's hard It's hard to know. Because <laughs> they did kind of cut to James Garner giving him a look when he said it. Yeah. Yeah, so 
If it's not James Garner saying it, so you can kind of... Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this episode you picked because I guess you read it was a good one because it's... I read top ten episodes and then, well, maybe not top ten, but favorite episodes of people. And I specifically went through the list to find a David Chase episode since he went on to do other things. Yeah. And, yeah, no, it's good. It, it was, uh, there are a lot of, a lot of twists and turns. And, uh, of course, it's like uh, mocking the idea of cops using psychics. Right. And as... Uh... That became kind of, I don't know if this was was a cliche at this point, but I know later it became a cliche of making fun of psychics in, in cop shows. But most of the time, there was like, there'd, there'd be a, uh, like, I think like they would be written in more of a mystical manner and there would be like a question mark of whether it was real. Right. But this was just total con man, which right. made it, I think, more fun. Yeah, no. And, and it was nice that they let you, they gave you all the information on how he... Yeah, yeah. How he made his predictions, so. Um, and then you had this, uh, these are available on Amazon Prime, by the way, with commercials, because I, I think it's like YouTube TV or some shit, IMDb. Yeah, you don't even need Amazon Prime. It's on it's on IMDb.tv. You don't okay. even need to have it through the Amazon app, so you can, this is for free. Anybody can watch these. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and they had the, the, Record company executive who was who was cracking me up. Hey man, he yeah, was very, he was very very seventies uh, cliche of a of a hipster dude. Played by character actor Robert Walden. Did not recognize who, him. I've seen him in a bunch of things, but I'm looking through the list and I don't know what I know him from. But I knew I knew him. Like he was in the, he played the father on um, what's the name of uh, Fran Drescher show. How, uh, what? The nanny? Oh no, that's not even what I was. It was a different friend. I thought it was in the nanny, but no, it's in like her. Oh, I know what I know him from. He was in Lou Grant. He was a regular in Lou Grant. Oh yeah, I could not. Seventies so, guy. I couldn't watch Lou Grant because I loved the Mary Tyler Moore show, and then that series was just all ponderous. I never. I. I don't think I actively remember watching it, but I remember watching it. If that makes sense, like yeah, I don't no, know I know any what you story, mean. but I know what the actors look like. Yeah, the same with uh, what's that Pernell Roberts show, Trapper uh, John, Trapper MD. John, yeah, Bas- yeah. Why did they do that? They kept taking like comedies. I mean, if you consider Mash a comedy, I think that's debatable. Uh, and I do. Uh, and and like made these serious ass shows out of them. But that one's really weird. They Spin-off took a character, shows. a character from a comedy, used a different actor which i guess makes sense because it's set 30 years later but it had nothing to do with the original show it's just the character yeah it was just his name <laughs> and and it's not like they had like maybe it would have been interesting if they had oh here's hawkeye visiting and some old actors playing hawkeye but they didn't do any of that as far as i know i never watched the show yeah i think it, it was well, what was weird about it too was that um trapper john was like kind of a goof Mm-hmm. In the in Mash, and then on this, he was just old and tired, basically. <laughs> and yet, I watched it all the time. That's did you? That's just like Lou Grant. I remember the show. I remember what the actors look like, but I would, I would, I don't think I ever really understood what was happening in an episode. I feel like it was like a Sunday night show. There's fucking nothing on TV. I swear to God, I think it was like after uh, 
after one day at a time and shit. And then, you know, there were three channels. You had you didn't have much choice. It was that or the wonderful world of Disney. Um. Anyway, back to the Rock anyway, for Files. Anyway, Rock for Files was actually a good show that people put on on purpose. Yeah, and I uh I didn't skip the theme song intro because i like the theme song that's a great theme song is that it do you know who wrote that theme song? i don't i have no idea let's see if i can find it i I was thinking what's that famous duo that were like late rock singers and oh yep it's them carpenter post i don't even know who they are they they did a bunch of of uh tv show theme songs but I, i think they also had late late like rock hits oh yeah that was the era for it but this is good. I mean, this is it's not I wouldn't call it light rock. It's No, no. Yeah. Their theme songs went all over the place. They they also did Law and Order, I think, or one of them did. Boom boom. Dun, 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 dun. Um yeah, so in this episode, at first, so when it starts, it was weird because I thought it was showing scenes from the previous episode. Yeah, that's, this show... is another another seventies thing that they show scenes of an episode you're about to watch to, to bring you in, I guess, to make sure you it's, don't change the channel. It's so you weird. like a trailer for the episode, yeah. <laughs> it, it was very strange. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? So now I gotta keep track of this. What's and <laughs> and like for a while I thought it was like this was like a part two of something <laughs> until they started showing the scenes that were there, and I, and I was like, oh shit. I, I, I'm surprised. I thought maybe we talked about this on another show, but I guess not. Cause I remember watching other shows that do this. So I, I was prepared and it's kind of the, the opposite of what people like nowadays. Cause people are like, no spoilers, but they give you spoilers Yeah, yeah before they, the show airs. I mean, they, they gave you almost the, the last big dramatic scene <laughs> in the thing where he's about to get run over by a car. I do think that spoiler culture has definitely changed. People care more about not knowing what how something ends than it did in the seventies. In the seventies, people didn't care; they enjoyed the ride. Yeah, well, I think yeah. There's also a lot more to spoil nowadays. I guess there are higher stakes. Well, well, I guess that's also just in people's minds, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, acting is is always solid from James Garner. This so this was, I didn't know it was created by the guy who created Maverick which also starred James Garner. Yeah. So this guy just like, he was a James Garner fan, I guess. Did you ever see that movie? Was it called Harry's War or something? I remember that. It was like early 80s with James Garner. Fuck, now I got to look up James Garner's. Oh, wait, wait. Is this the one with the tank? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that in the theater. Me too. I I thought it was awesome at the time. I I bet it doesn't hold up, but. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, yeah, but th- so this has this has like all the hallmarks of a PI show. I mean, he's kind of he gets and it goes back to goes back to like the hard boiled stuff too, because he like gets his ass kicked and right. That's that's one of the things I like about the Rock Files. He's not someone who figures it out right away, and he's always confused. He's always getting beat up, and he figures it out eventually. But it's it it's a long slog to get there. Yeah, and I think that's. The sign of a of a good private eye show compared to to ones, I mean, I can't think of examples, but sometimes it's like the the hero can do no wrong, and it's it's much better when they have flaws like this. Well, right, and it's also, I mean, I think in a lot of private eye shows, it's just basically a straight line from point A to point B. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Because with Rockerfile shows, you you don't know it's over. Yeah. I mean, 
it seems like this is going to be the end and maybe they're going to have filler, but no, it kept going. Yeah, exactly. That's a, I kept thinking, oh, it's okay, so now it's done. But nope, there are more <laughs> twists. And I, yeah, I really like that, which also goes back to the more hard-boiled style PI stuff. Um, yeah, I, and I, but I didn't know who his girlfriend was. Like, I didn't remember that character, the yes. blonde that he was with. She, I think in the first season that there's a case that she, I mean, he helps her with and because she's a lawyer. So from then on, she's basically his lawyer. Oh, okay. She's his, she's his lawyer. Mm -hmm. It seemed like they had some kind of romantic thing, but I guess I think it's kind of both. Okay. Um, yeah. What what was I going to say about it? Yeah. And, and he's, he's also kind of in the hard boiled style of of character except like a little a little more like sensitive mm-hmm. he, um you know he's not he's not completely cold but and not as not as uh not just cold but more of a uh, much more of a sense of humor yes yeah very and funny i mean you I, no matter how you wrote this show it would be hard for james garner not to have the charisma so so you you would be shooting yourself in your in the foot if you wrote a show where it, it didn't have a sense of humor because <laughs> that's one of his charms yeah yeah no and and it works well um even still i think yeah i think i think the show really holds up i was i didn't know where it was going i didn't know um i didn't even ex- uh, suspect the uh the person who turned out to be yeah i mean there were a lot of red herrings which is also nice like with the gang mm-hmm and uh and but then also in like weird hard-boiled style he he kind of like goes to the gang and and like works with them right <laughs> after they kick the shit out of him of course he's ready for them he has a gun ready so he's he's not right he's not going but... in like a like a moron but <laughs> tank was the name of the movie by the way oh well, james garner well... 84 What's Harry's War? Is that like the novel Tank was based on? I don't know. I don't know where, what I pulled that out of, but it had nothing to do with James Garner, whatever it was. Um, yeah, I, I so I was like surprised all the way, and I was. You basically only know as much as he knows um, throughout the episode, which is which is nice, except for the. The, the, right before the very end when we find out who his police informant is. Yes, yes, when she makes the call to the and, to the psychic. That was another twist because on a lot of shows that would been have been a setup where they were planning this false information to get him in trouble, but nope, this was just another screw-up. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I expected them, him to be saying, and there was a key with blah, 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 and then the, and then the cops say, no, there's nothing like that. What are you talking about? Right, and yeah, and uh, the cops are basically inept and and to yeah. some degree crooked. I mean, you know, the the woman calling the psychic, right, right, to give him information. Um, yeah, people are just people. I mean, yeah, it's it's a fun show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I would advise people to watch this episode. I think it's, I mean, shit, start at the beginning. I guess why not? Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd go check out more. Um, it's free. You got nothing else to do with your time. But Riot, you should go out and Riot. It's uh, 
Don't wear a mask. Watch your Rocker Files instead. That's what the government wants you to do. I mean, except Trump. He doesn't wear his own mask. (laughs) Uh, We'll be right back uh, after a quick break, and we'll talk about Stumptown. Not the coffee. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing. All right, we're back with Stumptown, uh, a new show, which probably what? won't be coming back for a while because of COVID. I, do, I don't even know if it got renewed. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't super impressed by it, I have to say. Oh, I like this episode. I I watched. I had watched most of the season, and going back to watch this episode, I see that the the rest of the season didn't hold up to this. I thought this had a lot of the earmarks of a good PI show where she didn't know what she was doing, things seemed like they were over and they weren't, blah blah blah, that kind of thing. But I thought it was good. I thought it was fine, but it was also. I guess it's based on a comic book. Um, yeah, I never read the comic book. Yeah, I never even heard of it. But uh, yeah, set in Portland. Kobe Smulders. I, that's what I was looking up. I couldn't. I can never remember her name. It's a, it's it's an odd name, but it's still hard to remember. Some yeah. for some reason. Um, she she stars as a PI. I I I guess to me I was a little like with the she's like suffering PTSD from her time in Afghanistan. I was like, oh, this again. But um, I don't know. I thought that was handled pretty well. That's I think that's a good thing to put on a on a PI to make them slow down and make them not be super powered and stuff. Yeah, I just I just thought eh, maybe something else. <laughs> She's also an alcoholic. If that helps, is she though? Is she like? I mean, I've only seen this first episode. Does she have an actual drinking problem? It seems like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her buddy from uh, from that one show that I can't think of the name of right now. Um, What's it called? Good girl? No. No. New girl. New girl. No. Oh yeah, new oh. girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, her buddy from New Girl is a bar owner, and she hangs out there a lot. Um, she has a brother with Down syndrome. She takes care of another thing where I was like, I, I was just kind of like, all right, how much are you going to pile on? Oh, my. With <laughs> Yeah, there's all those shows that have brothers with Down syndrome. No, no. I mean, with just like how <laughs> hard her, how difficult her life is. Like, I get it. Um, but not that not that he was any kind of issue just it was just like the she was like so down and out and had so much stress in her life mm-hmm. um, i was like oh, maybe maybe just give her one thing to deal with um, <laughs> no i i mean i thought it was fine i also thought it was kind of kind of boilerplate and pro forma um although i did it was also a surprise uh, 
that it was, and if you haven't seen this, it make no sense, but it was uh, the girl's boyfriend who was in on it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that, that I didn't kind see of that thing, coming. These twists was well done. I, that's why I, I, I didn't think it was as boilerplate as you're saying. But even if it was, I thought the acting was very good. It wasn't, and it was well, uh, well made. It wasn't one of those, like some of those, action shows that come out on ABC, CBS, whatever, they just, they don't look nice. And this one looks like it was made nice. It had some fun things to it, like her car stinks. And it, you know, some of these detective shows where the car stinks, it doesn't actually stink, but this one actually looks like a car you would look at. It's like, <laughs> that's not a nice car. No, she's still got a cassette player. Yeah. And it jams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Was that the guy from It's Always Sunny that was one of the bad guys? I didn't look that up, but it looked like him. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't think so, but. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know remember? who you're talking about. I think. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ricky Cricket. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was fine. I, But near the end, near the denouement, I, uh, I found a little of it a bit absurd. Like, when the uh, when the the boyfriend like gets the money from the from the girl's grandmother, and uh, then he points a gun at him. I'm like, why? Why you got the money? Why are you doing this? I guess just to shut him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also when when Kobe Smulders drives in and like knocks him down, and there's like a whole squad of police cars coming. He like is on the ground and he's reaching for the gun. I'm like, why would you do that? You, <laughs> you're gonna get murdered, you idiot. Um, well, criminals are cowardly and superstitious lot. That's true. Uh, but shit, I had I had another thought that I derailed with with uh, that thought. The act the acting was good. The plot was it did have surprises. I didn't understand um, when she stole that car. Mm-hmm. That setup, how she even got into that, um, maybe I missed a, a few seconds or something, because I didn't ha- understand how she got into that whole situation and knew that I, was it all just, like, random. I missed it. I, I, yeah. I, I missed how she got there. I, I, I did watch it, but I think I wasn't paying attention when she was, like, she hunted that down and whatever. Yeah, yeah. She, she thought he, oh, I know what it was, but they had a that guy had a beef with the casino for whatever reason. So she thought that the thing that he, and he had, she, had so heard she that thought he, he might be a suspect. Right. And she had heard that he had stolen something, not knowing what it was. And then that conversation between them was like, you know, got it. Yeah. Three's three's company dialogues. So. Right. <laughs> or Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? God damn it. I swear I had some kind. Oh, well, I think, I think maybe that the problem for me too was that it was a pilot. And so pilots are always difficult because it did seem a bit like they were trying too hard to give her a personality and characteristics like and jam it all in right quick. So you got who she was, you know what I mean? So, so maybe if I continue uh, watching, I mean, I do like a good mystery. So if, if they keep up the, uh, the surprising element. So is the, do the casino people figure into every episode or no? A lot of them, not every episode. Okay. It's uh, okay. It's, I, I don't think it lived up to this episode. Yeah. I, 
like I said, I think it. I thought it was fine, but I don't know that it necessarily made me want to go and and watch the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Despite the but, the good acting and and the nice camera work and everything. There and there were some surprises as the series went on, and I, I, there's a certain kind of character that is written for some shows that always make bad decisions, and that's basically her. And sometimes that irritates me and sometimes I'm okay with it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, and when I was saying like pro forma, it's kind of, that was part of it too, you know, like, all right, we've, we've seen this character. Um, but yeah, for what it was, it was, it was still fine. I I wouldn't give it like a, a failing grade or anything. And I just like, like we've talked about, there's not many PI shows. I like that there's one out there. Yeah, and I don't know why there aren't more. I mean, now I guess I guess the trend right now in dramas is like um, fire department and nine one one and that kind of shit. Well, that trend's been going for like twenty years, though. So you think they could have a bit of a switch up the whole procedural? Yeah, but I mean, there are so many of those yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, and not re- I'm like I don't. Well, we've talked about it. I don't. I'm not watching uh, Law and Order SVU. Um, is that still on though? I wasn't it's, even sure. It's fucking still on, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah. Are any of the CSI still on? I don't think so. I, think the I CSI don't know. Died off. Maybe the one with Scott Bakula, New Orleans, might still. Uh, maybe uh, who you knows? might be right. Yeah. Never seen an episode of any of them. Um. Yeah. Why? I mean, PI seem PI shows seem like such a. Uh, I don't know. It seems like you. Well, it's not that you can't go wrong, but like it's a formula to, that if it's good. It's gonna People work. Are gonna watch. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah it even is, the, so it even is as an HBO like prestige drama, there hasn't really been one. I think there could be. There definitely could be. That's what I was I was thinking about that too. Um, when you were saying like the network PI shows, yeah, why not? Maybe I don't know what that second David Milt show with a uh, with a. Uh, Married with Children was about. I don't know if he was a PI, but I don't think so. What was it? John from California or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, that was the Married with Children? Ed, what What the fuck's his name? Ed, o- Ed, o- Ed O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and I Wasn't don't... that the one where it was like Jesus? Yeah. Luke Perry played Jesus? Yeah. I don't, I'm assuming it wasn't a PI show. Have I you... don't think so. They do, I mean, and well, also a trend, I guess, more on like the CW is like, uh, teenage yeah. mysteries, which is not the same thing. I watched a bit of that Nancy Drew and it just didn't hold my attention. Yeah, I probably watched like five minutes of it and I was like, eh. Um, I watched some Riverdale and I was, and yeah, that was... I was hoping it was going to be better than it was, but it wasn't. And this is coming from someone who likes Archie Comics. And yeah, no, who I know. The, the Nancy Drew movie that came out a few, few years ago with was it Julia Roberts's niece played the lead role? Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, that girl not that in, looks not, like Amy Adams. Not on the TV show, the the movie. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Eric Roberts' daughter. It's too bad she doesn't have a name. She can only be known by her by her ancestors. more famous family. <laughs> Although at this point, maybe she's more famous than them. I don't know if she's still doing movies. I know she was in that uh, horror TV show. That I didn't care for, but a lot of people liked. Dark Shadows. Nope, that's not it. I had Jamie Lee Curtis screams or something. Oh, Scream Queens. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, no. Um. Oh yeah, no, she's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, I know who she is. Uh, she's not the one who looks like Amy Adams, is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, no, I, go with Rockford Files. Shit, it's free. I mean, I guess they're both free. No. If you well, have I guess... if you have cable, you can probably uh, you know on yeah, demand I'm... it. I don't. Yeah. But Rockford Files is free whether you have cable as long as you have internet. Yeah. So go um, with that one. It's not like you can't get somebody's Hulu account info, one of your friends, and watch the other if you want. But yeah, go go for Rockford Files. Have you looked into at all the new HBO uh, thing? No, I don't even know what's on it. Like I. I saw ads for it, and it's like, Friends? I'm like, what the... Who gives so, a shit? Why am I going to pay for that? Before it came out, I was under the impression that that's all that was on. It was like Friends and other rerun stuff. But there's a lot... I don't have it, but my friend has HBO, and he lets me use his account. And I just wanted to see what was on it. And there's a lot of neat stuff on there. There's a whole section of uh, Turner Classic Movies. So there's a lot of old movies on there that are good. There's a whole section for Studio Ghibli. Oh, that's There's a lot of that cool. stuff in there. There's a DC section with some of the DC stuff, but not all. So there's and there's a Looney Tunes section. So there's some neat stuff in there. It's not as it doesn't have as much as Disney Plus as far as like I thought there was going to be historical Warner Brothers cartoons in there and there are a few, but it's not a lot. But it's still pretty neat. I don't if you're getting HBO anyway, it's worth getting. But if you're not get, I don't know if I'd sign up if I wasn't getting HBO. But yeah. it, of course it has everything HBO has. So it has all the HBO stuff, so But does it so does it have any of its own original content? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched the first episode of a new Anna Kendrick romantic comedy that was actually pretty good. Anna Kendrick in a romantic comedy? That's casting against type. Um, like she's not very romantic. Or comedic. But they are having, you know, there's a movie called Justice League that DC put out. Have you ever heard of that? I mean, I know what the Justice League <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, so there's a movie a couple of years ago that got started by, what's his name, Zack Snyder? And then he had to leave, and Josh Whedon took it over, and it kind of—I'm sure it made a lot of money, but people didn't really care for it. And there, for a few years now, people have been calling for the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut, and most people say it doesn't exist. And now that's coming to HBO Max, the Snyder cut. <laughs> the so Snyder they're actually cut. reshooting scenes, redoing dialogue, and they're spending spending like thirty million dollars to get the Snyder cut out there. And he is actually involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Heavily involved. He's he's leading the charge. Do, but do they have I, the Wonder Twins? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Wait. So the just okay. So the Justice League movie. I didn't. I, I literally didn't even know there was a Justice League movie. But does it have the same then actors from the DC? Like is is uh, what's his name Aquaman? Yeah. It's it's it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's the Jason Momoa plays Aquaman. I think it's the first time Aquaman appeared. Justly came out before the Aquaman movie, and the okay. guy who plays Flash is in it, and his movie's coming out. So it's their Avengers point. type thing. So is is uh, right. Ryan Reynolds a Green Lantern? No, that's been written out. Okay, that character. Yeah, I guess after that, that movie. Yeah, <laughs> they did not do a good job. I mean, they have these characters that are really well known and really easy. According to me, who's not a writer, to write for, but they've not been able to write good movies for any of their characters since Nolan left. Yeah. yeah. You, did you see that Batman versus Superman? No. That's when I stopped watching their movies. It was so bad. It was awful. Yeah, they. I mean, the only thing they really did right was the Dark Knight ones, and 
Right. That's but these are after Nolan left, they didn't didn't know what they were doing. The first Superman movie was not a good Superman movie. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but bad things about all the DC movies. Um, and this is like not just not just regular critics. This is these are fans, fans of the character. Yeah. That just don't understand why they made these decisions to make the character worse than it used to be. Yeah, I know Suicide Squad was supposed to be a mess, and then but then they still did that like Harley Quinn movie, right? I yeah, that know. got good reviews. Maybe that did was it? good. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. The the I forget what that was called. Was it called Harley Quinn? No, it was called. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I think they made the decision to give more creative freedom to the directors. So maybe the director of the Harley Quinn movie was was good. So the next Suicide Squad is directed by James Gunn, who did a good job with Guardians of the Galaxy. So maybe that will be a good movie. I don't know. It's always called Birds of Prey. I did. Yes, Birds of Prey. I did watch um, some of the Dark Phoenix movie, and it was as bad as you would you had yep. heard. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know why they can't make a good X Men movie. Like it seems like the easiest, especially since like for Dark Phoenix too, you have the source material. Why not use that story? That's what fans would like. And there yet, was a couple good the the days of distant past. Days of okay. future, but days of future past. Days of, of future past again. Like if you had used the original story from the comics, would have been much better. Yeah, but I think they with what they did was better, and the one before that was really good, where they recast the whole movie. I didn't see that one. That was that was very good. And was then that he the stopped... Cuban Missile Crisis one? Yeah. 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 And, uh, I forget the actors' names, but actors were recast for for uh, Professor X and Magneto, and it was it was well done. Yeah, I, it's James McAvoy is the one guy's name. I forget the other guy's name. Yeah, it is bizarre though. They, I mean. They should all be way better than, yeah. than they are. And, and in retrospect, the original X-Men movies, which I liked at the time, really don't hold up, especially when you compare them to the comic mo- movies that came later and were actually good. Yeah. And f- same with the Fantastic Four. They, for some reason, can't get that to work. Yeah, Marvel owns that now, so maybe they'll get it to work. Oh, do they? Marvel owns all. They, owns it, all, they own it all but Spider-Man now. That's so fucking weird. They bought Fox. Um, Sp- But Spider-Man is like the the big property i mean not real i mean i know avengers and all that shit's huge but like well i think at this point maybe avengers has caught up a little bit to spider-man but i think spider-man is still the most uh valuable comic book character in the yeah world. it's the most iconic and mm-hmm. yeah how marvel i i don't even know the ins and outs of their deals mm-hmm. but it's stupid it's sony that owns although i did like the cartoon yeah it was great but sony has done an adequate job now well, the thing is that they let Marvel take over Spider-Man, so the last two movies were better than they would have been if they hadn't let them take over. But in the, I guess, late 80s, Marvel was in really bad financial straits, and they just straight-up sold Fantastic yeah. Four, X-Men, and Sony you know, licensing out. And that's that's what happened. Um, yeah, oh, I, speaking of, of blockbuster movies, I watched the, uh, the last... Star Wars movie, I can't remember the name oh, of it. Oh, God. I don't... See, to me, I'm like, it's the same as the others. I don't know what. I don't know why people, like... Did people it's think not it, the same as... Last Jedi was a well-made movie with, like, a whole... Like, it made... It wasn't just thrown in there, the story. Having the Emperor come back with no prior foreshadowing was really stupid, and it and didn't get better from there. And there's, there's three different times in the movie where it looks like something awful has happened, and they're like, oh... No, Chewbacca's not dead. Oh, 
No, see, that, that goes back there. That was that weird. I was like, over and over. there was no, no explanation for Chewbacca's survival, which I yeah. found very odd, but... Stupid. But over, I mean, overall, I was like, oh, it's... it's it, it goes where you expect it to go, which is the same not, as, as most of them. Really, because the whole... The setup in Last Jedi was 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 interesting. It was like, what's going to happen with this this prodigal son who's definitely is taking over the galaxy? But it turns out, nope, he didn't do that. So they threw that all out with the Emperor, and then they have the whole stupid thing at the end where the the bad guy from the two previous movies and the new hero kiss, and that was just stupid. <laughs> I guess my main problem with with these movies, or I mean, not it's not a problem with the movies; it's a problem with me. Is that I don't remember the plots of the previous ones as soon as I finish <laughs> watching them. So I'm like, oh, okay. I, I really, I mean, Last Jedi, I think, is is really a well-crafted movie. And it's just, it's it shows that Ryan Johnson is a better filmmaker than J.J. Abrams. And they really should have given him the the freedom to do the whole trilogy because he would have done a better job. They What they should do is just... Uh, Next Star Wars movie should just be all Baby Yodas, just like a whole planet <laughs> of Baby Yodas. Well, Make billions Star on Wars, that. The next Star Wars, the next Star Wars movie that's announced is directed by I can't remember the name, the name of the guy. The, the guy from New Zealand. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I can't pronounce his name. But Tani Waititi or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, he's good. He did the the good Thor one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this when you we should be talking about recommendations. Asians, Asians, Asians. Let's see if we have the same one. Uh, what do you have? Well, I I'll go to a different one because I think you might be recommending something fun that I also like. So I'm going to recommend since we just talked about a TV show based on a Takia what the Tati. Yeah, I I don't know how to say it. So well, here let's see. Everybody knows who we're talking about. Yeah, uh, he did a movie called What We Do in the Shadows, and they made a TV show uh, based on it on Fox oh, yeah. or FX. I've been watching it on Hulu. Really funny. Yeah, that's where I watch it. Really funny. I haven't watched the movie. Now I'm going to I'm have to go back and watch the movie. But the TV show itself is excellent. Uh, it has, uh, I think he became, to me, became famous by being the fake yo-yo man that went from <laughs> morning TV show to morning TV show where he didn't know how to use a, a yo-yo, but then he got hired by The Office and now he's on uh, what we do in the shadows as a energy vampire. Craig oh, yeah, that guy's hilarious. Colin, Colin Robinson. And, so uh, he's, perfect. So he's it's one of the many funny things about this show. So yeah, what we do in the shadows, highly recommend. Did you see the episode with Vanessa Bayer as the other emotional vampire? And they were yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love her too. She was one of the only good cast members of Saturday Night Live in recent years. They've all been women, the good ones. Um and. I wish she would get more roles. Like, like she was in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine and stuff. But Yeah, well, I think they. she was partly good. Well, she was great in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think they kind of had a wasted a chance for to her to be even better. But anyway, yeah, she was great in that, and she is very funny. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend, and I'm assuming this is what you're talking about, but uh, Space Force. Yep. Yeah. Great, great, great. I haven't finished it yet, but everything I've watched has been funny. We finally finished it. John Malkovich is like kills it every line he cracks me up more and more as it goes on um and before it came out viv was like oh my god this is getting really terrible reviews and i was like really oh that sucks but then i watched it i was like i don't know what they're talking about i didn't know about the bad reviews that's too bad it's really funny i every, everybody in the cast even steve carell playing this 
kind of Michael Scott, but kind of much, 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 much different. Yeah, and and much better overall than Michael Scott. A better person, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they made Michael Scott into a better person eventually. But yeah. yeah. Um, well, more rounded character from the get-go in this show. And it's just... Yeah, Greg Daniels is really hitting it. Did you watch Upload on Amazon? Upload. Uh, oh, I watched a couple episodes. Haven't haven't finished. I like that one too, and that's also from Greg Daniels. It's kind of I, I'll add that Ellen as a recommendation. It's kind of uh, a kind of a comedic look at an idea from Black Mirror, or I'm sure it's an idea from over sci-fi where you can upload your your I don't know your your personality your and consciousness. Your, yeah, your your consciousness. And it's it's pretty interesting and and again good cast, good acting. But yeah, Space Force is great. It's yeah, always... and it's I mean I always appreciate it too because Steve Carell is one of the creators of Space Force with Greg Daniels, and um, I always appreciate it when these people give like the best and funniest lines to other actors, like Ben Schwartz and John Malkovich get <laughs> most of the really funny lines in the show, and I love that like. Lisa Kudrow is just in jail. There's no explanation for oh, what she did. Oh, you spoiled it. I didn't know. I thought they were going to exp- explain it at some point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but just I'm just saying maybe they do explain it. But like when when she first shows up in jail, she's just in jail. Yeah. yeah. There's no and backstory. I do think it's funny, but I don't especially like it. Her being and in jail. Not her being in jail, but the the jail jokes that they do, just like sit back and enjoy it because you can't do anything else. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's gross. It's, it's gross. And it, it, it's the only part of the show I have not, aside from what you said, I do like that they do that without any explanation. And Lisa Kudrow is really funny, but I just find those jokes a little bit off putting. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I mean, it's, it, that's very pro forma and unnecessary. Um, I think, uh, it does go somewhere, the jail stuff. So that's good. I, I have enjoyed Tony Newsom is awesome in it too. She yes. Has, as far as I've seen, kind of a smaller role, but she kills it every time she's on screen. And just it's she's, a great cast. Fred Willard, I guess his last role, I don't know, but he's yeah. really funny in it. Uh, the whole the whole Joint Chiefs of Staff, I want more of that. Patrick Warburton's awesome. Uh, I think it's the guy from Drew Carey, Dietrich 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 Barber, Baber, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, really funny. And the the dude from Veep, back back, I don't know how to say his name, Dan Bacadal or something. All funny people. That guy, like, he must like not even have to audition for those kind of roles. <laughs> What's oh. the, do you know the name of the guy? Oh, I just found it. Larry Joe Campbell is the name of the guy that leads the Coast Guard. I've seen him in other things, and he's always just just quietly funny. The sad sack. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he was in the, according to Jim, and I I don't know if he was funny in that, but he's funny in other things. Well, you know who else is funny? Is I think his name's Edward O. Yang which is the only reason I know is because I keep seeing every time I turn on Amazon, it's like new releases and he's got some stand up special, but, uh, Jimmy, o, Jimmy O Yang, Jimmy O Yang. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh, who plays Chang on the show? Um, he gets funnier too, as it goes on. So yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, I don't, I don't know what those bad reviews are based on. Maybe if no. people only saw the first episode, which as we said, was Stumptown and many other things like first episodes are, difficult but even then i laughed at a couple things yeah i laughed at things and i liked that they they made the steve Carell character nerd i guess something like that kind of incompetent but also like with a little sliver of competence in there like with his thing about the umbrella i thought that was right that was interesting like there it wasn't all madness there was some method to it right it carries through i mean it 
you can't have a unless you're doing just a complete satire you can't have a five-star general general be completely incompetent and right and so yeah. he's not and i love his uh his war with the uh with the other general too the dude from the americans <laughs> i don't know if you've seen yeah. that show but yeah <laughs> anyway yeah those are my recommendation that's my recommendation um yeah, it's a lot of TV for you people to watch. What was my recommendation? I forget. Oh, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? I have. Yeah, saw it before the series came out. Oh. Because wow. it had uh, it had Jerome from uh, from Flight of the Concords in it. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah we got to watch it. Was that is that how he got famous? Was what we do in the shadows? Or did he do something not not Jermaine Clement, but uh, the guy whose name I can't pronounce? Oh. Just... Possibly. I know. I don't know enough about. Well, he did. Eagle versus Shark, which I've never seen, but I've and also has uh, Jermaine Clement, but I've heard good things about. Oh, I have too, and I can't remember if I've seen it or not. Um, yeah, who cares? All right, but um, that's exciting that he's going to be doing a Star Wars. Yeah, I'm. I like the good things. I like that. I mean, once they, once George Lucas was like, "All right, you guys take it over," I think that was the best decision they could have made for star wars overall those prequels are god awful i don't care what anybody says i know they it ha- they have their defenders but they're straight up terrible <laughs> i don't defend them i enjoy them but don't defend them write to us at pop culture continuum at gmail.com uh like us on facebook now follow us on facebook uh give us a good review on itunes write something if you want we don't care just give us five stars most importantly Tell your friends to listen. Uh, they, they've they got, I mean, we've been doing this. We're almost at 300 episodes. So they've got at least nice. at least five hours of stuff to listen to in there. Nice. Bet they're happy about that. I mean, Those probably friends. maybe uh, maybe 45 minutes of worthwhile stuff in all that. I kind of like that we assume that people who listen to this show have friends. It's mostly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. But we're, we're trying to give people a confidence boost in this time of woe. So, um, anyway, I guess that'll do it. We got to think of something for the next one. Uh, we both have plenty of time. I don't know why we don't do these more often, but well, you took a month to agree to live, to watch. <laughs> That's true. no, to, it was Stumptown that I had the problem. I even gave you to. an alternative, and I know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>